You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Mm. Hello, I'm Dan Adute. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. Like many of you, I'm stuck at home during this pandemic, and so are most of my guests. Our food. We fucking recording. That leaves me with a crappy laptop from 2012, my own mic, and my fingers crossed, hoping my guests are able to record their half of the conversation too. Yay, we're recording. Oh my god, amazing. Bear with us. Look at all this beautiful food. Guys, my guest today, oh boy. She is a delight. <laughs> she is an actress. She is a she's a model. Ooh! No, I'm an actress. Our Stop. first model. Um, oh no, that's not true. We've had Padma Lakshmi, but you're in good company. Uh, it says on your Wikipedia page that you were discovered by Ford Models when you were nine, which is kind of creepy, if you ask me. Yeah, I don't. I didn't even know that was on there. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, she's probably best known for her role as Skylar Storm in the Disney XD series Mighty Med and Lab Rats Elite Force. Yes. She also plays Alexa Mendoza in the Netflix sitcom Alexa and Katie. Uh, yes. She's going to be in the new Adam Sandler comedy, Hubby Halloween? Hubie Halloween? Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be acting together on the upcoming, hopefully, fingers crossed, Netflix sitcom The Crew with Kevin James and Dana Dute. That's what it's called. Uh, please <laughs> welcome my new set pal, Paris Morales. Hi, how Hi, are Paris. you? So Paris and our fellow Disney, uh, we bonded because we were both on Disney shows. We are. He had a goat. I had a goat as Falafel Phil. Falafel Phil. <laughs> you're one of those Disney's people who's like very clean on screen and then you're a dirty, filthy person when the camera Oh, it's so hot. true. Like that's like the epitome of my teenage years of just being squeaky clean and then hiding from cameras when I'm out at parties and clubs. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, Paris, it is a pleasure. I really don't know anything about your your food habits or your food anything, and we're going to get into that because this is a food podcast. I'm but so first, we're going to go into your fridge, which you guys can see Paris's fridge on my Instagram, at standupdan. Okay, <laughs> okay, here we go. Paris, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> this is- Look. I, I, uh, my fridge was scarce when I took those photos. Okay. <laughs> this is very smart. I mean, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go through the main, the main, uh, the main fridge hole first. Um, a couple of things. You have this like a mayonnaise that's not even, it's like a wannabe Hellman's. It, it's like the same as Hellman's, but it says best foods. It's like some ghetto ass fucking Hellman's. Yo, that fucking mayonnaise went missing. I'm not even shitting you. It literally disappeared from the fridge. Oh God, you generation! You think I'm joking? I'm not. You generation. Man, like, there's a spirit in our house, and it's definitely fucking with me. It's been stealing my shoes. It's been stealing my underwear, and it stole my fucking mayonnaise. The spirit in your house is you or your boyfriend getting stoned and fucking making devil eggs. I don't smoke weed. I hate. Oh weed. really? No, I hate it. Um, then you have zero excuse for losing a jar of mayonnaise from your fridge. <laughs> Someone took it. A spirit took it. I'm telling you. Um, on your second row here, I have a bone to pick with you. You have this big fucking steak. It's a yeah. Huge... It was so good. It's USDA choice, which I think you're you're a famous actress on TV. You should be getting prime meat. USDA <laughs> prime is what you want to get, Paris. Look, I got it from Ralph's. Okay. Oh my god. I just pick what looks good, okay? Didn't they pay you on all these fucking Disney shows? Yeah, but I'm broke, yo. I live in Los Angeles. Have you seen the taxes here? The taxes. (laughs) We're going to go into a conversation about tax law in Los Angeles now. What is this, Paris? In the back on the top, is that olive oil? 
No, that is not my fault. So my boyfriend bought Naked Juice and he thought he was buying like the green machine one, like the good one, but he bought some celery shit. So now it just sits in the back of the fridge. Oh. Why don't he you, hasn't drank it at all. Why doesn't the same spirit that stole the fucking mayonnaise steal the... <laughs> because it's telling us to be fucking healthy, apparently. <laughs> um, I like... Get some mayo and get some celery. Now, it looks over here like you have two bottles of wine. Yeah, those wines were shit. But they're red wine. So why are they in the fridge, Paris? Because apparently... Okay, you have to understand. I was on a very long road trip, and I stopped in Vegas, and I was going to meet with a friend... And I grabbed some wine and I went to a 7-Eleven and this is all that they had. And I don't even know what brand. It's like Apotheca or whatever the fuck. Oh my God. So you're buying but wine just, at a 7-Eleven Paris. This I is did what I could. Cry. None of the liquor stores were open. This is None a cry of the liquor for help. Stores were open. If there's any, any, Paris has over a million. How many fucking Instagram followers do you have? If there's, I got 2.3 now. <laughs> if there's any wine companies who want to get promoted. Look, send I know fucking wine. Okay, I just, I made do with what I was given. So I bought that shitty wine and I never drank it and I actually dumped it out. Oh, really? What's behind the wine? There's another bottle It's there. like sparkling apple cider. Sparkling apple cider. Wow. For the kids, you know. This is a sad fridge, Paris. Um, and then we go, <laughs> let's see, let's see in the door here what we have. Okay, so this is, this is what got me about the door. You've got one cream cheese over here. You've got two cream cheese. Three cream cheese, four cream cheeses in your fucking fridge on different, all in different areas. Why? What's with the cream? Is there a cream cheese shortage that I don't know about with Corona? <laughs> my boyfriend should... forgets that we have cream cheese and he buys it. Oh my God. I just love the Coors Light on the bottom. <laughs> You've got a row, row of four Coors Lights, five, five lonely Coors Lightses. It was my friend's birthday, and I bought a bunch of beer for the guys. You're not supposed to be having birthdays during quarantine, Paris. Well, it was already, It was like three months in. and You we young like, kids. Right, you kids no aren't thing. taking this seriously. Ooh, suck my dick. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, and finally, we're going to go into your freezer, Paris. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. Where, oh, my God. You have front and center... As if it's an ad for the company. I put it in front just for you. Yeah, actually. right. I, I really did. I, I was like, he's going to love this. I'm going to prop this up right in front of the fucking freezer. There is a big box of Jose Ole Taquitos beef and cheese. They're good. Are they? Actually, they do, they're good. They, they do look kind of good, actually. They're good. And spinach egg white frittatas? What My mother fuck? gave me those. You don't know how to make a frittata? You can't make a you can't make eggs on your own? No, I don't even know what a frittata is. It's like an egg cup, right? A frittata, Paris, is uh, sort of a it, it's like a Italian quiche. You know what a quiche is? A quiche yeah. is a French frittata. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, really. It's like an egg, you take a bunch of egg and you put a bunch of vegetables in it and cheese and you kind of cook it and you eat it almost like a cake. It looks like an egg cup. It looks like a cup made out of eggs. So you're not a big you're not a big food person, is what I'm gathering I from this. I love food when it's made for me. Uh -huh. <laughs> I don't like making food. Are you a big restaurant person? Do you go out a lot? Well, not anymore. Well, were you though? Yeah, I. Well, love you're youngin though. You're like 21. I love yeah. I love being out. I love getting dinner and like sipping wine with my friends. It's it's classy. It's elegant. It's you know. It's so me. <laughs> you literally just went from I buy wine at Seven Eleven to I'm classy and elegant with my friends. <laughs> I don't always buy wine at Seven Eleven. I did what I had to do. Okay. Okay. So um, where. Now, ethnically, you, what are you again? You're like a half, you're a half C, you're a half C. I'm half Filipino and I'm half white. Are you, and your mom's a Filipina? Yes. Did she, did you grow up um, with, uh, you know, any chicken adobos and things like that in the house? My mom didn't make Filipino food, but other people did. Oh, is that a way of saying you had like Filipino maids or something? No, <laughs> you mean? We didn't have money for that shit. You're like the other people um, did. <laughs> no, I mean, like my nana and my great grandma, they would cook uh, like chicken adobo and pancit. 
Um, we would buy a lot of ube products. Um, what does ube mean? Ube is like a purple yam, and it's like a big dessert thing in the Philippines. Like they make oh, it really? like ice cream. They make it with cake, like in cakes. It's yeah, it's a big thing over there. Interesting. I I gotta say, I never thought that you'd be teaching me something, and I'm a little almost disappointed in myself that you knew something that I didn't know about food. Ube, purple yam. Yeah. There's actually a dope ice cream place. It's like ice cream from around the world and it's Mm -hmm. in Glendale and they have ube ice cream there. It's really good. You should try it. You should check it out. It's called Wonderlust Creamery. Wonderlust Creamery. Mm, They have like Vietnamese coffee ice cream. It's, it's, it's so good. You should, you should, you should check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so you when when you typically go out with your friends, with your hip, with your hip young, uh, young Hollywood friends. Oh yeah. Where do you guys A-listers over here with your A-listers? Do you go to places where restaurants are like? Does this ever happen? I always wonder with like the hot young people. Are restaurants like, hey, can you come here and you don't have to pay for anything? And oh yeah, we've definitely done that before. For real? Yeah. Tell me about that. Nice. Please. It's really nice. I mean, I'll take you one day, maybe. <laughs> I've also been offered like hotel rooms, which is great. I haven't but, used it yet, but I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how this works when you have uh, millions of followers. Do people just reach out to you and they're like, what about, but specifically restaurants? Have there been restaurants that are like, well, it's normally with- like my friend knows somebody and they tell me and then we get connected. Okay, got it. Yeah. And then you it's go not there. Like I DM them on Instagram, and I'm like, "Hey, I want a free dinner." Oh, because that's what I do, actually. <laughs> do you really? You trash person. <laughs> I am so trash when it comes to my. Once I got my blue check mark, I was like, "That's it. The oh sky's the limit." <laughs> fucking DM CVS, and I'm like, "Yo, can I get some floss? I'll promote it on my Instagram." You get floss. That's what you ask for. Floss at CVS. You don't even go to some bougie dentist in Beverly Hills and ask for it. Listen, when you've got less than a um, hundred thousand followers, you can't ask for. You got to start slow. You start with floss, and then you get to hotel rooms and stuff like that. Okay, fair enough. Um, if you would, you ever promote like a food company? Would that ever be a thing for you? Promote a food company? If someone was I like, mean, "Yo, I, we we heard I you like our taquitos." I'd be like, this girl doesn't know what she's talking about. (laughs) She doesn't even cook. Why do we want her for our company? (laughs) Why don't you cook? Do you not have any desire to cook, even in quarantine? I've learned. No, I had to to learn how to cook in quarantine. And it's fun. It's okay. It's not my favorite thing in the world. What are your your go-to dishes? I'm actually really bomb at making salads. And don't laugh at me because you can fuck up a salad. Okay? You can. I agree. I agree. I make really great salads. Um, me and my boyfriend cook chicken a lot. And we get it. You have a fucking boyfriend. No one's hitting on you. Me and my boyfriend also cook a steak a lot. Um, me and my boyfriend do this together. <laughs> 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 we have to learn how to cook together is my point. But we kind of... That's so cute. We're still venturing into that area. And... Okay, so you've made steak. You've made salad. What's next on your list of things you want to make? Maybe I can help you out. Um, I want to learn how to make ribs. You want to learn how to make ribs? I just made ribs last week. Oh, Paris. look at the coincidence. My OMG. Guy. My guy. Um, okay. It's the easiest thing that you can make. Oh, great. It's literally the easiest thing. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to get ribs. Great. Okay. I'm going to make it super basic for you, for your basic tastes. Okay. You're going to, don't worry, just, just, just go with it. You're going to get a rack of ribs, okay? You're going to lay out a sheet of aluminum foil. Put the ribs in there. Sprinkle it with olive oil or any other oil. Okay. Buy some sort of, um, of a, what's it called? Like a dry rub. Something. 
dry rub. I can send dry you rub. stuff. Traeger makes a great one. It's called a dry rub. It's a seasoning. Yes. You, you, <laughs> they, they pay me to say that. Okay. That you gotta, you sprinkle it all over the ribs. Okay. You close up the foil. Okay. Okay. That's it. Now you put it in the fucking oven at 250 degrees. Now 275 and leave it there for four hours. That's it? That's it. And you're done. And you'll have the most delicious ribs you've ever had in your life. Ribs seem so complicated. And every time I get ribs, I'm honestly not the biggest fan. So I'm like, okay, maybe they're just not cooking it right. And I need to figure out how to cook it right. Well, do you like them super duper tender? That's how I like them. Um, I guess. Do you actually eat the stuff or are you just eat them <laughs> when you throw it up after? How do you? I haven't. I, I just don't eat them often because I'm never really a fan of them. I like it when they slide off the bone real easily. Yeah. Um, then that's that'll, That's, <laughs> that's going to be the way to do it. Paris, you're like a famous person. You should be like eating more at like fantastic restaurants and, and. I do when I'm not in quarantine. Okay, stop yelling. I don't like your tone. What is what are your go-to restaurants when you're not in quarantine? Um, in Los Angeles. So some simple ones are like Blue Gem Cafe. Oh my god, are you one of those basic fucking people waiting online? I line? fucking love Blue Gem Cafe. Waiting online at Blue Gem. Gem. Oh my it's god. fantastic. And they have like this locks. Uh, scramble omelet situation. It's fantastic. It's great. I like that place. I like Blue Jam Cafe for everyone listening. Blue Jam Cafe is is a restaurant that there's always a line out the door for brunch. No, no, there is not. You're just going at the wrong time. I'm not going. Okay. Well, then you're missing out. I love the growth. I love the farmer's market because you can just try anything. You can try little things of vendors. Very fun. Very fun. Um, Mastro's is great. Don't go there often, but it's Oh, great. shit. Oh, God. Uh, guys, shit just got real. She's dropping Mastro's. She's dropping the most fancy steakhouse in LA. Do you go it's to Mastro's? It's so good, though. Do you go to, do they pay for your Mastro's meal or do you pay for yourself? No, I'm not that yet. <laughs> I'm not on that level yet. But the lobster mashed potatoes, bro. Oh, my sweet baby Jesus. Yeah. It's so good. I can't eat it anymore, but it's so good. Wait, why? Because I'm allergic to shellfish now. Oh, no. I found out in the Philippines, funny enough. No way. On a boat, island hopping, in the middle of fucking nowhere. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Were they like, yeah. oh, my God, give her some ube. It'll take care of everything. I don't know if that's like their miracle cure for everything. I just didn't say anything. I was like, if I act like nothing's wrong with me, then there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Wait, so what happens when you have shellfish? Well, we were on a boat. And we were going fast and I, we stopped to get, we stopped to eat lunch and I was eating crab and shrimp and everything I eat all the time. And then I get back on the boat and just start storming. Like they're pumping water out of this. It's not like a boat, like a speed boat. Like imagine like a little canoe made out of wood that they put okay. like an engine on. Yeah. And they're like pumping water out of this boat. And I just feel my throat kind of start to swell up. And I'm like, <sighs> this feels weird. I don't like this sensation. And then it went away, but I thought I was going to die from like multiple occasions. Wow. Yeah. Maybe it's just, maybe it's like the Filipino shellfish. No, then I tried it again and the same thing happened. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. Oh, Malibu farm is another great place that I love. I don't, Oh, Malibu farm is kind of like a little like, Food courty, like an upscale food courty situation. Yeah, right? yeah. They have like the turf and like the lights. There's a pool table. There's like that whole outdoor thing to hang out with yeah. your friends and family and lovers. And then they have like a really nice restaurant. <laughs> so what? When you guys go on a date night, it, food doesn't seem to be like the central thing. You just want to be with your boyfriend and have a great time. It seems like. Yeah, I like actually doing things like for dates i don't necessarily like going out to a nice dinner i don't really like going to a movie because you're just sitting there not do i like doing activities like i like going to the beach i like i don't fucking know rock climbing do you snack at the beach are you a snacker i am a snacker i love flaming hot cheetos oh gross (laughs) why are those gross (laughs) (laughs) i well well okay this is a me thing this is a me thing I can't get down with any cheesy uh, and 
like the cheesy processed stuff. And this is not a knock on processed foods. There's some processed foods that I love. I, I can get I can get grimy. Like I love like Pringles and stuff. But like the cheesy stuff, like like Cheetos or Doritos, I can't get down with. I just I, I'm not into it. But the flaming heart chop Cheetos aren't like really cheesy. Like you don't taste the cheese. You just it's just spicy as shit in your mouth. It's not the cheese necessarily, but it's that I don't know if it's the imitation cheesy shit. And again, I'm not trying to be above imitation cheese. Like I'm I'm, I can get pretty grimy when it comes to like I love a Taco Bell taco, but I I don't know I can't. Although I do want to try. Didn't like Taco Bell do like a Doritos taco where they use a Doritos as the shell of the taco? They've been doing that. I hate your tone, Paris. <laughs> I just say you're like oh, there's this new thing that Taco Bell's. No, they've been doing that. Yeah, they have like the nacho cheese shell, and then they have the cool ranch shell. There's a Cool Ranch. I do like a Cool Ranch Dorito if I need to have a cheesy process thing. And you'd probably like the Cool Ranch Taco. I probably would. Do you <laughs> Do you and all your fancy friends, like, go to late night at, like, are no, you... Wait, we're not fancy. We're actually fucking trash, grimy-ass people. We are not, when like, you, elegant when you, when you and A Grande are hanging out... Um, when you and Ariana, I call her Ari. When you oh, and Ari are chilling. I wish she was my friend. <laughs> Wait, I, I wish I, I got a ring. <laughs> I thought I saw an Instagram thing with you and Ariana Grande. I met her when I was like 15. It was amazing. It was one of the best experiences in my life. Wait, uh, then maybe it's a different famous person or something. I saw like a video that was a current video of you and a famous person. Was it Ariana Grande? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I want to say yes, but I know that's not the case. I don't know. Oh, Selena Gomez. Was it Selena Gomez? Never was Selena Gomez. Oh, I actually almost picked her parents, though, to represent me for, like, are, management. Are Selena Gomez's parents reps? Yeah. I met them when she was pregnant with, like, her baby sister, and... Her mother was so pregnant and she just talked to me for hours. And I was like completely shocked that this woman was just sitting here talking to me while she's like about to have a baby. Hmm. I had a weird Selena Gomez moment um, where I was. Oh I was what did you do? I, <laughs> I was at the Laugh Factory. I was going to go on stage and there's an upstairs area that like the comics hang out in. And I was there alone and I was just writing some stuff. And the. Um, the, the manager comes up and she's like, hey, uh, Dan, I'm going to seat some uh, VIPs here before uh, the show. Oh, and I was like, okay. And th- by VIPs, like, there's like two tiers of tickets you can buy. Like, you, like someone like you could even buy a VIP ticket, Paris. Someone is... <laughs> someone like me. So I wasn't thinking much of it. And I'm writing and it's, and it's um, Selena Gomez and a bunch of her friends. And I, being the old guy that I am, I have no idea it's Selena Gomez. Did so you fit yourself? I'm, no, I didn't. I had no idea it was her. So I'm just like writing oh. and she's sitting there next to me with her friends. And I think she was like a little like perturbed that I wasn't like, oh my God, hey, nice to meet you. So Because I was just like, hey, because I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to people. Because they were like, Dan is one of the comics. And I was like, oh, why are you doing that? And they're going to ask me like, how'd you get into comedy? So, <laughs> so she goes, are you excited for your show tonight? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I am. And she's like, oh, okay, good. And I <laughs> You were just the biggest dick to Selena Gomez. I was working on my set and I was like, it's a random person. I don't want to get into a conversation with these like teenagers about like, so what's stand up like? So anyway, I go and do my set and I did pretty well. And I go back to the manager and she goes, oh my God, Selena was fucking dying throughout your whole set. And I'm like, who's Selena? And she's like, Selena Gomez. I was like, Selena Gomez is here? She's like, yeah, she was upstairs the whole time. I was like, oh my God, that was Selena Gomez. And then like, (laughs) she had left after my set, so I couldn't go up to her after. So like, I went on her Instagram and I was like, hi, Selena, you probably don't read this, but I just wanted to say, I'm glad you enjoyed my set. And like, of course you know. Oh, I had an interesting uh, situation with David Spade. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I was, I think it was at the Laugh Factory and... I went to the bathroom and then 
the table where all of them were sitting at was like right by the archway to go right. to the bathroom. Yeah. So then I come back and the waitress is holding a bunch of drinks, a bunch of alcohol, and she's like setting them down. So I'm just like standing there in the archway and I'm like, just, I'm not going to get in her way because it's a small aisle. And I'm just waiting until she's done. And I'm just watching on stage. And then I just hear this voice come up behind me and he's like, he's like, are you going up? And I turn and it's just David Spade. And I was like, uh, uh, no, no, I'm not going up. <laughs> I just walked away. I was so confused because I love David Spade. He's funny as shit. But like, I was just very confused and he was totally messing with me. <laughs> are you... A drinker when you go to comedy clubs? Do you, uh, or are you drinking? Well, are you a I can finally drink now when I go to a comedy club. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you weren't drinking before. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not like down in shots, but. Do you drink White Claw like all the kids do? Oh, I hate White Claws. Oh, good for you. I don't know. People are obsessed with the Claw. Although, in full disclosure, I've never had the Claw. It just gives you a headache. It's like that artificial syrup. Yeah. It just makes you feel like shit. And I like red wine. From 7-Eleven. And tequila. Red wine, whiskey, and tequila. And champagne. Those are my four. I really don't go anywhere else other than that tight little square of drinks. What What do you get like when you're drunk? Are you a mean drunk? Are you a fun drunk? I'm either drunk? your best friend or I'm your worst enemy. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a moment when we were shooting... Where you were like, come to the city tonight. And it was like already 1.30 in the morning. I was like, no, I'm not going to early. Tonight. What are you doing? It's early. And then I asked you the next day at work. I was like, how was last night? You were like, uh, it's better you didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I was like, what like, happened? You were like, you're like, you're like, there was some beef. There was some shit going down. And I had to fucking go. And, and like, I had to throw down. And I had to like put someone in their place. I was like, what? Who? What? <laughs> what movie are you? Li- what gang are you? <laughs> Um, I'm either a great time or you don't want to be anywhere near me but it's only if if something like pisses me off otherwise everything's great because like you know you drink to take away your sorrows and pain yeah so (laughs) what do you eat when you're when you're drunk do you have a favorite drunk food um I don't really eat when I'm drunk really but no, I don't like eating and drinking. So, like, even if I go to dinner, like, I'll wait to drink my wine until I'm done with my food. Paris, you're doing it all wrong. You're supposed no, to. No, I'm the doing wine, it right. The wine is supposed to pair with the food perfectly. And it's supposed to be a symphony between the food and the drink. I understand that, but it just makes the food sit in my stomach for days. Huh? When, like, you drink liquor or when you drink alcohol and then you eat food, your body doesn't process the food that it normally would. So it kind of gets stuck there for a little bit. So okay. I just feel it stuck in my body. Apparently Paris watched like a video on YouTube and now this is what happens when we eat. No, this is what happens when I eat. It's a known thing, okay? I'm not making it up. There was an Instagram story about it and... No, Instagram's full of lies. Um. Are you, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Do you make money off Instagram? You don't make money off Instagram. I just recently started to. It's nice. Really? How, like, oh, you you let them put ads on or some shit? No, like, I, like, I did the thing with, like, Olay. What's Olay? Olay, you know, like, (laughs) P&G company, you know, they make body washes and shit. Olay. Oh, P&G, Procter & Gamble. Oh, you're just, like, uh, you're just using the fucking uh, initials? You were on a first initial basis with PNG? Yeah. No, not really. <laughs> they don't even fucking know who I am. <laughs> I did a little I did an Instagram for for Olay and I just did a, a post with like the product in the photo and then I did like three Instagram stories and Wow. And then uh I I wanna ask a very personal question, but I'm not going to if you don't want me to. I know um, you're gonna ask me and no. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you when we're not on okay, the you can tell me. You can tell me when we're off the podcast. Um, that is very cool, though. Uh, I, I feel like if I were in your position, I would literally reach out to all the best restaurants in the world and be like, "Have me over, pay for my meal, and I'll post from your restaurant." Can you do I will that? Say one of the, one of the best things I've gotten you. recently is like this new company. They're called Ohana or something, and they emailed me, and they're, it's basically like a turn and key for like a post. 
or like hotels around the world. Like there's some in Hawaii, some in California, some in Mexico. It's great. So you're going to go to hotels now? <sighs> Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. By the way, Ohana, if you're listening, Paris is plugging this on my podcast, which means that I need to <laughs> also get some Ohana. Get some compensation. Paris, I'm going to get to the questions that I ask every guest towards the end of the show. Okay. Uh, okay. What is your earliest food memory? Um, I think my like first or second birthday party, and it was it was the princess cake. Wow. Wait, what's the princess cake again? It was like <laughs> it was white with like pink frosting, and it had like all of the Disney princess like figurines on it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now, did you want to be a Disney star your whole life? Was that a, a goal of yours? A life goal? Hashtag? I guess. I mean, what kid doesn't want to be on Disney? That's, like, all you watch. Like, I was watching Wizards and Hannah Montana and That's So Raven. And when you watch that every day, you're like, I want to be on Disney and I want to do the do-do-do-do. Like, <laughs> I never got to do it. But it was fine. And then what was, di- what was the difference between thinking what it was going to be like and then actually being on it? I learned a lot from Disney. I was like fresh out of Wisconsin. I was, I had no idea what I was doing. I was a train wreck. I was a shitty actor. Still am a little bit. And they taught me a lot. That's not true. We've had very fun (laughs) scenes together, Paris. Yeah, I've had very fun scenes together. But it's true, though. True. I I do think I treat my Disney years as kind of an acting boot camp. I think that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's like what it was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next question. What is your death row meal? So you... Like, let's see, how would you have gone to death row? You went to 7-Eleven. You went to 7-Eleven to buy some red wine. They didn't have the boxed Cabernet that you were looking for. Right. So you <laughs> fucking broke a bottle of whatever they had, and you, and you, killed, you killed everyone working in the store and the patrons, and now you're on death row. You have so one hard. meal, one meal before you die. What's it going to be? It can even be shellfish because you're going to die anyway, so... <laughs> Should I just like end it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On my terms. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would have to be like some medium rare filet mignon with like mashed potatoes and asparagus. I think a steak dinner is the main. That's that's the most requested death row <laughs> meal on the show. I mean, it's just it's the best meal. It's the best. Are you a filet girl over a ribeye? I'm a filet girl. Yeah. Eight ounce. You like that eight ounce? <laughs> yeah. At Mastro's, like, do you ever get that butter cake? They have like a cake. Oh, cake. the butter. I forgot about that. Wow. I need to order some. Maybe I just order some Mastro's. Postmate some Mastro's? <laughs> I'm not going to Postmate it. Oh, my God. It's going to be so expensive. That's so young Hollywood. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> or old uh, Hollywood. Or old Hollywood. Okay, this one I'm interested about. Uh, what is the best high-end meal that you've ever had something like snails or some shit snails or some shit where was the snails well no i haven't had snails I'm or just let's go, no 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 i mean like let's say like uh you know a crazy restaurant that you went to that was super expensive okay that, you, that was an amazing meal so like mastro's could be in that category i'm not gonna pick mastro's there's this place in australia that I went to, I think it was in Melbourne. I don't remember the name of it, but it was like really, it kind of looked like a jazz club. Okay. And um, I was 17 and the waitress was making fun of us because like we couldn't drink yet. (laughs) She was like, do you guys want a juice? And I was like, sure. Okay, we get it. It's really funny. Awesome. (laughs) Um, And it was just a really cool vibe. I was with really great people. And the food was delicious, and I got a steak. It was another steak. It was another steak. It was somewhere in, in Australia. Tune into the new Disney show, Paris Eats a Steak, where she goes to steak restaurants all over the <laughs> world, everybody. Yo, actually, though, that's fire. <laughs> Dan, let's do this together, my guy. Let's do it together. Yo, that'd be insane. Uh, oh, I'm the pretty one. You're the funny one. It'll be great. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Well, I'm definitely not the funny one. I'm the pretty funny and one. And you're definitely not the pretty one. <laughs> <laughs> what is the best low-end meal you've ever had? Like okay, so grimy. Get grimy. 
I got this, you. This is the so world you live in. I imagine this is the world you live in. <laughs> this is where I'm from, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay? Yeah. There's this place called Hub's Pizza. It's this little rinky-dink shack-looking thing on a corner in a really shitty area in Milwaukee. But best pizza. So Hub's fire. Hub's Pizza. Interesting. By the way, we, we are going to link to all of the pla- all the restaurants that are mentioned in the episode. Sounds so, good. I'm so down. Hubs, you're getting a shout out. <laughs> what is it about their pizza? It's just like a basic pizza? It's like a delicious... Yeah, well, I simple... grew up eating it too. And my dad worked there when he was a teenager. And he's still friends with the guy that owns it. So, I don't know. It's, it's like a memory thing too. So, you grew up in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Did you eat like... Is that like cheese curds country? Yeah. Okay. So here's how I'm a foodie. When it comes to cheese and beer boiled brats, like anything in Wisconsin is so good. It's so good. Deep fried cheese. Now we're talking. Wisconsin cheese is actually like, it used to be kind of basic and now it's like winning awards all over the world for being like some of the best cheese ever. It's been winning awards. Okay. It was never basic. (laughs) It was a little like it was. It, it had like the vibe of like sliced American cheese. You no, know, no, 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 no. That's so offensive. Wow, that literally makes me so angry. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. You're a lot younger than me, though. So I'm thinking when I was 20 and you were a, a sperm, that is. How old what are I, you? I'm 42. Are you really? Paris. Oh not, my God! Not, You're older than my parents. Okay. Okay. Well, I think we're done here. Seriously, 42? I think we've had enough. Oh, my God. Wow. Wow. You're, like, a year or two older than my parents. Okay. I think we're going to pause for a commercial break so that Paris can compose herself. (laughs) Okay, I'm good. Wow, that's fucking funny. Why do you think, how much, how old did you think I was? You could be my dad, bro. Okay, enough with the fucking, you could be the, what? First of all, your parents had sex when they were like 16, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then they had you. So let's not get crazy. They had me when they were 19, actually. All right, all right, teen. You were like one of those, like, your mom was like on Teen Mom on MTV. She no, had you. she was not. She was 19. <laughs> teen. Um, <laughs> how old did you think I was? I thought you were like 35. Yeah, it's close. Yeah. Okay. Now that my self-esteem is... <laughs> Been brought down to negative five. Now that half my head just turned gray. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. What is your, now that you've just started drinking Paris, what is your favorite drunk food? (laughs) You're still dying. She's still dying a drinking. When I was like a teenager, I loved going to Denny's and getting every fucking horrible thing for me possible. When I was a teenager, like it was fucking decades ago. This is like uh, six months ago. Well, I'm not a teenager anymore, and my body has changed, my friend. It has definitely, I get hangovers now. It's not fun, okay? Uh, Definitely, I see it. I feel a difference. Oh my god, a twenty-one-year-old, a twenty-one-year-old saying, "I get hangovers now, bro." When I get a hangover, I'm out of commission for three months. All right, you're like, you're like, yeah. It takes me five extra seconds to get out of bed in the morning. That's my. So not true. So not true. (laughs) I mean, like sixteen to twenty-one. That's a difference. That's a difference. (laughs) It's a difference. Anyway. But I would. I used to love to go to Denny's and get like everything. I get like the French toast or like pancakes with like hash browns and eggs and bagels yeah. with cream cheese and jelly. Can't um, go wrong. Kind of shit. Can't go wrong with that. Do you have now that you get hungover? Now that you have these wicked hangovers, do you have a favorite hangover food? Yeah, salmon. Salmon? Yeah, like I love cook. What are you eating? That's no. the grossest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. No, Paris. like I love 
everything bagels with a shit ton of cream cheese and and salmon on top. Oh, okay. You're talking about lox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking about like you want a fucking salmon steak. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. You're talk- she's talking lox. Paris is not talking Jewish. Lox. I'm if talking lox. T- if you couldn't tell before, Paris is not Jewish. You know that salmon stuff. Salmon stuff. <laughs> Do you have a favorite like celebrity chef or celebrity food personality, like an Anthony Bourdain type or like... I got to say it's Tiffany Thiessen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I love Tiffany. She's like, and she's such a good cook. Like, I was, I kept making jokes when quarantine happened. And I was like, wow, her kids are so lucky because they have her every every day, all day. Just and to that- cook for them. <laughs> uh, she gave me her cookbook and I'm still trying to learn. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you know Tiffany Thiessen? She uh, is my mom on Alexa and Katie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's how we met. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, she's like my 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 second mom, basically. So she's like ten years younger than me. Um, what is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, desert island food. You're trapped on a desert island. You're not going to get off this desert island. Okay. You have one thing you can eat for the rest of your life. What is it going to be? I'd say like a seared steak, Mediterranean salad. Seared steak and a Mediterranean salad. Yeah, like in the like in the salad, like you know that seared steak with like the cucumbers and the tomatoes and the feta cheese and like maybe some bacon bits if you want to get fancy. So you want to have a steak salad, basically. Like, so you want the steak sliced. I want to get this right. You want yeah. the steak sliced thinly, draped yes. over a Greek salad. Yes. With some fucking bacon bits just for fun. Yes. All right. I'm down with and that. And maybe like some flax seeds, you know, to be healthy. Because I want flag- something that's like nutritious and it's going to, you know, it's going to last me forever. So that you I can, the, I got yeah. the greens. I got the meat. Yeah, that's good. You're going to live long so that maybe you'll be saved. Maybe. maybe. You'll be, you know, from the desert island. I'm just going to start a little family on the desert island. <laughs> Do you have a restaurant pet peeve? This is my favorite question. Like, is there something that happens at restaurants that you fucking can't stand? When you can't get the waiter's attention. Like, when uh, they're not aware of you. Yes. And I get it. Sometimes, like, the restaurant's very busy. I've never been a, a waitress, so, like, I don't know. But I understand that it is a difficult job. But sometimes when it's not busy and they're just lollygagging, doing whatever the hell they're doing, and I want another glass of wine, yes. and it's about to close, and I'm trying yes. to order it before the store or restaurant closes... It's a little uh, I'm with you. And that's why I think the, that's the best thing about Korean barbecue restaurants is that they have that button on the table. <laughs> it's the best. You press a button and someone shows up. It's the best system because I don't want the waiter to have to guess when to come to me or they come to yeah. me while I'm in the middle of a conversation and they interrupt me. Or and, when like, you have a mouthful of food. Yeah, to ask me how everything's doing. It's like, fuck you. I'll tell you. There's a great place okay. in New York. I have to, I'll, I'll find out the name of it and I'll send it to you. But it's a great Korean barbecue place that my tattoo girl took me to one night. Okay. Very expensive, but very good. You're probably talking about Coat. Is that where they actually come over and do it for you? Yeah, but it's like a super high-endy one, right? It's like a, Yeah, and like you put like your belongings in the seat. Yeah, that's Coat. It's like a, it's, I think it's like a, it's, they have like one or two Michelin stars a Michelin star is a rating of a restaurant that makes it really good, Paris. Right. You don't know, you don't know these things yet. You'll mm, learn them. Yeah. You'll learn them in life. Yeah, I've, I've actually always wanted to go there, and I've never gone. I hear it's fantastic. It's great. When we can, when we can do those things again, we'll when, go. When we're allowed to see each other again. <laughs> is there a food that you can't stand eating? I hate Chinese food. Oh, wow. The whole I thing. I... I don't like it. Really? I mean, there's I you'll a blue moon. I will eat it. And there's actually really only one Chinese restaurant that I like, and it's in Queens, right by where my boyfriend's brother lives. We get it. You and have a boyfriend, and he has I, a brother. I, I want to say Jack, but I feel like you don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> say Jack. <laughs> yeah, we talking shit about you, baby. Um. <laughs> he's not. He's not in the room. <laughs> It's right there in Astoria, and that's really the only Chinese restaurant that I like. I mean, I can get down with some, like, I like to call it gross Chinese food, but it's, like, not even gross, just, like, kind of basic, like, an orange chicken or, like, a beef broccoli. Like, I fucking love that stuff. You can't eat orange chicken anymore. 
You can't eat orange chicken? Why? Because I'm allergic to oranges. What are you talking about? I developed these allergies in my adult years, apparently. (laughs) I'm like, I've barely become an adult. And I have all these struggles with oh allergies. Oh my god! This is yeah. all, so shellfish and oranges. If you had like an orange shrimp, shrimp and orange, like an orange shrimp, you'd fucking oh, it, it would take you out. I I guess I still need to go to an allergist. What else are you allergic to? Apparently, I'm allergic to grapes, but I drink wine, so I'm fine. <laughs> well, a lot of people who have allergies, like people who are like allergic to gluten. They can't have rye or sh- or wheat or shit like that, but they can have scotch or whiskey. So if it like distills yeah. it, I think if making it an alcohol, it's they okay. They can't have beer. Yeah, they can't have beer. That's true. That is awful. I food allergies are the worst. I, feel I never bad. had them too. I, I never had them. And what happens to you when you eat oranges? I get like I get like stuffy. And there's this one time. Oh my god. You know the show Sugar Rush on Netflix. No. No, what is Love it? Love that show. So I went on to be a guest judge. Don't know why they accepted me, but they did. What and, is Sugar Rush? Wait, what is it? Oh, it's like a it's like Candace Nelson. She um, started Sprinkles Cupcakes. Sugar Rush is basically like a baking competition. Oh, cool. Okay, it's kind of it. like that Cupcake Wars. You know, that kind of show. And yeah. I asked to be a judge because I love that show. And then they let me on. And I didn't know what the hell to say. It's like, don't cook. And the makeup artist sprayed like a facial spray on me after she was done my makeup. And it had oranges in it. Mm. And I was like, no. <laughs> no way. And I walked on the set and I was like, <laughs> I just acted like everything was fine. Oh, no. And then it went away after a little bit. And that was fine for the rest of the filming day. So do you have Benadryl on you wherever you go now? No, I just let it pass. Yeah. Like also when I was filming QB Halloween, one of the ADs gave me, I asked for like a spring roll and I couldn't go to Crafty and get it. And mm. I said, hey, I'm allergic to oranges and I'm allergic to shellfish. And I, she got me the spring rolls and I, I start eating it. And I'm like, I look in the, in the roll and I'm like, that looks fishy. And I'm like, does this look like shrimp to you? <laughs> and my co-star was like, yeah. And I was like, hmm, okay. I'm going to need a medic. <laughs> Oh, no. You gave me a little, like, allergy pill. No, no, it's fine. Oh, Paris. No. So unfortunate, man. That's so sad. Those are such good food. I mean, what about, like, lemons? Is it all citrus or just oranges? Grapefruit, I'm fine. Lemons, I'm fine. How weird. I haven't, like, experienced or, uh, what's the word, Uh, tested, like, kumquats and tangerines. I'm like, is it specifically oranges or is it? Every kind of orange, because a, a clementine and a tangerine is technically right. An also, how often are you fucking chomping on kumquats? There's a kumquat tree here in our yard. I think the word kumquat is really gross. Kumquat. <laughs> it's like, it's also like, it's not the right name for that fruit. It's a tiny little baby, cute little orange, and kumquat sounds like a fucking I like porn, like a porn star who like I think it's fun to say. Kumquat. Kumquat. I think that that should be your stripper name if acting doesn't work out (laughs) for you. Coming to the stage, Kumquat. Kumquat. (laughs) Oh my God. That is a great stripper name. I throw a dollar at you. Thank you. (laughs) What is... Okay, this is the last question. We're at the last question. Oh my God. Yay, finally. No, you're loving this. What is the first restaurant that you will go to after quarantine? No, boo. That's a good I've never one. been. Really? I've never been. Always wanted to, but never been. So whenever your boyfriend uh, asks you if you've been, do you say, no, boo? <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> I love dad jokes because I'm apparently your dad's age. Um, apparently, you're older than my dad. Okay. So. All right. Practice safe sex is the lesson there, everyone. And then you won't get pregnant when you're 19. IUD, man. So you're going to go to Nobu. You know, can I recommend... If you're going to go to Nobu, go to the one in Malibu because you get to sit by That's the water. That's the one I want to go to. And it's very beautiful. And if they're going to be taking all your money, you might as well enjoy the view is how exactly. I, I look at it. <laughs> Paris, tell the people where they can find you and what uh, what's exciting and what you want to promote on oh my, my platform of one, one millionth of the followers that you have. <laughs> 
Um, oh my God, there's just so much going on with me. You know? Shut up. Um, well, you can find me, you know, on the Instagram. It's the Paris Burrells. Um, I post great content, you know, check, go check it out. Um, Dan's a fan. She does. It's great content. Um, I'm excited for the show that me and Dan have been doing called The Crew, as he said before. I'm excited to go back and start filming and working with everyone because I honestly miss you guys a lot. And Paris um, has a really great role. She plays like a hotshot um, NASCAR driver, like the hot, hot, hotshot young NASCAR driver. Hell yeah. And she's very, very funny in it. Causing, causing ruckus in, in, in the building. That's what yeah. I'm doing. <laughs> um, I've also been developing a show that I created, so I'm excited about that. Whoa! Um, Look at Chuck Lorre over here. What are you fucking developing, Paris? Uh, it's a show that I created um, with my friend Nolan, and we've been working with Happy Madison and Village Roadshow. So it's been exciting. Fantastic. Well, I think you're great, and I think you're so much fun, and I think you're so much fun to hang out with and to be with, and you're so fun to watch on the stage. Oh my God, Dan is so nice to me. He's never given me these compliments. Oh my gosh. I'm just just reading a script that my producer told me to read. Oh, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. And (laughs) I got it. It was too good to be true. (laughs) And I can't wait to see you live and in person. Thank you, Paris. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening. That was our last episode of the season. I know it went by so quickly, right? This was a weird season with all the COVID and the remote stuff, but it ended up being kind of cool because geography was not a constraint. I mean, we spoke to Mr. Taster in Tehran, for God's sake. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And guess what? We're doing a fourth season. Woo! We've already started it, actually. So just hang out. We'll be back later this year with season four of Green Eggs and Dan. Bye. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft lifelock ultimate plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement lifelock alerts you to identity threats you might miss and if your identity is stolen your dedicated u.s-based restoration specialist will work to fix it let lifelock help protect what you've worked so hard for save 25 percent off your first year on lifelock ultimate plus at lifelock.com aware terms apply